In today's episode, you'll hear that I'm still going through brain fog as I speak to you. So, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to the Men and Lupus podcast, a show that talks about lupus, its friends, and the effects they have on men. My name is Michael, and I am your host. Today's episode is about having brain fog. My apologies for the last two episodes being late. You may not have noticed, but I have been going through a bit of a flare. It has affected me getting my episodes out on time, but I am working on a solution to that for the future episodes. Also, going to get them out on Sundays, which from feedback is the day many of you prefer the episodes to be released. You probably have noticed the errors I was making, though, when speaking. My brain fog, which kicked in with a flare, has made my speech a bit of a problem, and some words have not come out the way they should. I decided not to redo those mistakes or edit them out, as I think it's important for those listening who do not have lupus to know what brain fog is like. Actually, it's good too for those who are new to lupus and just experiencing brain fog, as it can be a worrying thing to have, and scary at times too. I mentioned before about brain fog and flares in episode 7, Living with Lupus. You see, it's so frustrating trying to get words out and hearing the jumbled mix that forms out of my mouth. Then it's only after the, only after and during the mistakes that I realise I'm in fog mode. I literally have to keep repeating the word or pause and hope my brain and mouth sync up and sometimes it's a combination of both. At other times, I just change what I was going to say. This is something that really has an impact on your work and life in general. Suppose you're in a company where you're taking, talking, taking a customer's call, and you start uncontrollably jumbling your words up. That will look very unprofessional on your part and could result in complaints. Think about what it would be like if telling a doctor Sorry, think about what it would be like if you're in the medical profession and brain fog kicks in while you're a paramedic in the middle of telling a doctor the medical information of a serious injury. Actually, I'm not even sure that someone with lupus could work as a paramedic, doctor or nurse. Would be interesting to know if anyone with lupus who's in the medical field, is able to keep doing that job. In any situation, and that's... In any situation, and at any time, brain fog, also known as lupus fog, can start, and without warning. When I'm trying to say something, and I'm going through brain fog, it can be embarrassing, especially as some people think it's funny. Some will even make stupid comments about you being drunk, even though you haven't had a drink of alcohol. 
but that's okay, as I refuse to let it bother me. With the memory problems it causes, I experience difficulty with short-term memory. Remembering things such as names, so someone could tell me their name and almost instantly I've forgotten it. Dates, like birthdays, or a date I was supposed to meet a friend. Recent events or appointments, which includes medical appointments. And trouble recalling special specific details. I could be having a conversation with someone and shortly after completely forget what was being said. So I have to ask people what they said and most of the time they think I'm not listening. There's times when I just don't bother asking them to repeat what they said because it can make a conversation awkward. Brain fog is also a problem because it poses language problems and I may struggle to find the right words during conversations. We generally, during this time, need to hear or read information multiple times to understand it, because it takes longer to register with us. When they've gone, I try to go over in my head, in my mind, what was said, but it becomes virtually impossible to remember parts of what went on or what we spoke about. I find I have trouble expressing myself verbally or even in writing. So with my episodes, whereas many people are experienced enough to do episodes in a day, one episode in a day, it takes me longer than that. As this is all new to me and I'm learning as I go. And so it's one a week. There are those who can do more than one episode a week. I have noticed though that... Other Looper's podcasters generally produce monthly ones. I must admit I never took Looper's fog into account, but will find a way to overcome it and get these episodes out consistently each week. So thank you all for your patience and understanding. Looper's has many twists and turns to it, and I'm still learning. Lupus fog affects your ability to complete your work properly and efficiently. If when at work someone asks you to do something and then 10 minutes later or less you've forgotten what it was you had to do, then you're not doing your job correctly. I know I just said 10 minutes or less, but most times for me it is instant because I'd literally forget straight after it's been said. I could even be thinking about anything in general and completely lose my train of thought because my mind went blank. That can also happen to someone who doesn't have an illness like lupus too but it's a little bit different because with lupus it's a regular thing whereas with one that is not illness related when it happens it's a once in a while thing. Then there's the solving and planning abilities which I find become slower to do. Medication is a problem too, because I forget if I've taken them or not. So when it comes to things like my blood thinners, which I'm only supposed to take one once a day, I have to try to remember by tracing back my day if I've taken it. But when you're in brain fog, that isn't happening. There's no warning to lupus fog, or brain fog as it is also known. It just happens, and it doesn't have to be in a flare either. It can literally be at any time. 
I have difficulty with concentrating or thinking clearly while going through lupus stroke brain frog. Due to that, it may become challenging to focus on tasks. So I tend to find challenges with multitasking, which makes it difficult to do more than one task at a time. It gets really hard when doing that or to maintain attention for extended periods of time. So things that require me to think clearly and concentrate, such as doing this podcast, are affected by that and take longer to complete. It actually slows your thinking down, so thoughts may feel sluggish and it may take longer to process information or make decisions. Same as if I was at work or doing any day-to-day thing like doing the shopping. Okay, so along with the feelings I've already mentioned, I also get confused because while I'm going through brain fog, I'm not sure what's happening during that moment because the brain just feels frazzled, if that's the right word. And you go through things such as feeling disorientated while having trouble processing information. It's hard to describe, but it's a feeling of being here and not here at the same time. I would sometimes go through a list in my head of what year is it? What day is it? Where am I? Who am I with at that moment? What was I just doing? It's my way of trying to get my brain out of that confused, disorientated mode. I'm not sure why, but it does help in that moment. Maybe while I go through those questions, it helps to kickstart my brain. Well, at least the confused and disorientated feelings that I go through. I say that because The fog still continues until it eventually goes, which can be days, weeks, or many months. That's because it isn't only triggered by flares, it's something that's part of lupus, and as I mentioned earlier, can happen at any time, and does. So, as I said earlier, it can be embarrassing, but it's also frustrating and annoying. The problem with all those feelings is they actually make things even worse because they're negative emotions and won't help when you're in fog mode. So I've been trying a different approach to how I react and feel nowadays. Like not letting someone's negative comments get me down or stress me out. Let's go through some of the more popular questions that I get asked about it. So the first one is, what exactly is brain fog? Well, as we already know, lupus is an autoimmune disease which attacks the immune system and compromises it. But it also attacks various other parts of the body too, such as the joints, skin and other organs, including the brain. Lupus fog, which is normally called brain fog, is where those of us with lupus have cognitive issues. This cognitive dysfunction is one of the challenging and often misunderstood symptoms of lupus. It is characterized by a range of symptoms that affect cognitive functions, which are related to thinking, including memory loss, difficulty concentrating, confusion, and a general feeling of mental fogginess or a lack of mental clarity. 
These symptoms can vary in severity and may come and go, making it challenging for individuals resulting in what can be a significant impact on daily functioning and maintaining our quality of life. It also has an impact on whose it also has an impact on those who live with us and those who are around us in general, such as friends, family. The next one I get asked is, what are the symptoms of brain fog? Well, the symptoms of lupus fog can vary from person to person, but not that much. They can worsen dream flares or when we go through fatigue. Also, they are known to be persistent or intermittent and can be up and down in how severe the symptoms get. Some of the most common signs I've already mentioned talking about my own experiences with lupus fog. And we'll go through them a little more in a bit. But these are memory problems, taking a long time problem solving or making plans, trouble concentrating, multitasking problems, having trouble finding the right word, not being able to keep up with a conversation, unable to think clearly, and having to read things multiple times. The last question I get is, what causes lupus fog? The exact cause of lupus fog stroke brain fog are not fully understood, but researchers believe that it may be a result of several factors including neurological problems that are related to the nervous system's functioning. Autoantibodies is another possibility because in lupus, the immune system produces autoantibodies that can attack healthy tissues, including those in the brain, leading to cognitive impairment. Inflammation or neuroinflammation in lupus, which is characterized by chronic inflammation, which can affect the central nervous system and disrupt the normal cognitive function. Circulating chemicals like cytokines or cytokines, which have altered functions in lupus. Medications that are used to manage lupus symptoms, such as corticosteroids, can have cognitive side effects that contribute to lupus fog or brain fog, as we usually call it. Fatigue or chronic fatigue is a common symptom of lupus and can exacerbate cognitive difficulties. Blood flow abnormalities in the brain, particularly relevant for patients with antiphospholipid antibodies. So basically, if a blood flow was reduced to the brain, it would contribute to cognitive deficits. Last but not least is physical issues such as pain, sleep disturbance or fatigue. It is important to note that lupus fog is not indicative of progressive cognitive decline, such as seen in Alzheimer's disease. There are no characteristic changes in the brains of lupus patients experiencing brain fog, unlike the plaques around uh, unlike the plaques found in Alzheimer's patients or other dementia types. For me, this is a bit of a relief because, as I explained in episode 7, Living with Lupus, the time when my mind went completely blank and I passed out, 
I began wondering if I was developing senile senile dementia like my dad had. It wasn't the first time my mind went blank, but it was the first time I passed out. And the way it was blank was different from the previous times. The more I have learned about lupus though, the more I realised brain fog or lupus fog wasn't quite the same. I found that apart from the plaques during or plaques during uh, being different, brain fog comes and goes and doesn't end up being permanent like dementia. Dementia gets progressively worse and irreversible, whereas you can have lupus for 30 plus years. And the brain fog is there, but it comes and goes. So let's look at managing lupus fog. While there are no specific medications to treat lupus fog, managing lupus symptoms and flares can help alleviate cognitive impairments. Additionally, addressing relative medical conditions like pain, sleep issues and depression is crucial. People with lupus are encouraged to work closely with their healthcare providers to develop a comprehensive treatment plan. There are also coping strategies that can that we can use for managing its impact, which I'm still working on, and these are the things that I'm currently doing or looking into doing. So, organizing and planning my day, week and month by using calendars, reminders and to-do lists, which I have on my phone, although I probably should also use a hard copy dictionary as well. This is because I have noticed that when I'm making and writing down plans, I think it aids memory and can help me with staying focused and also manage my daily tasks more effectively. I use OneNote on my mobile to help me with this with this one too and I can also use a tablet or laptop because it syncs to all your devices that have OneNote on them. There are other apps that you can do this with um, such as Evernote but I just prefer OneNote as I'm used to it in general for work, my podcast and in general life. The next thing I like to try to do is get rest and self-care because Getting enough rest and practicing self-care can help manage fatigue as both can worsen cognitive difficulties. I have actually noticed when I go to the gym, I sleep a little longer at night and my fatigue isn't as bad. So there's something going on there that seems to be working. As I had to stop for a while, I'm definitely looking forward to getting back in the gym to train. My newfound friend SLE is messing with me at the moment and I need to fight back. Now cognitive exercises which require concentration, mental effort and stimulate the brain are also good as these may help improve cognitive function. So to do this I try to put aside some extra time for engaging in activities such as word searches, chess although not very good at it, reading, And when it comes to reading, I like to read factual and historical materials um, because I like to increase my knowledge, which I think can help my mind. Then there's learning new skills, such as drawing portraits, which is something I'd like to improve on as my portraits aren't great, but they're what I would call basic. I have started 
simplifying my tasks and breaking them down into manageable steps. So if on a gym night I also had to say do the laundry and food shopping, I would normally go to the laundrette, then while that's washing, go do the food shopping, take the shopping home, then go to get the laundry, and once I did that, then I'd go to the gym and also cook. So to simplify, I also broke them down into physical and non-physical. So I invested in a washing machine, but before that, I'd cut the washing out and do it the next day. Or I'd cut the food shopping out and do that the next day, which means less running around and less physical activities in a day, which benefits my body by not overdoing it and my mind as I'm not stressing over all the things to do and therefore easier on the brain to cope, especially when lupus stroke brain fog is active. Talking of which, when in fog mode, it's worth noting that I've started simplifying what I'm trying to say at the time because I find this does also help, such as when I'm stumbling over my words. Something else I try to do is using visual cues as a reminder for tasks. So, as an example, I place my dog's lead on my desk or chair, so every time I see it, I know I have a task to do, which is walk my four-legged friend. The penultimate one for me that I do is stress management by using stress reduction techniques. These are things such as mindfulness, meditation and relaxation exercises because these are known to alleviate cognitive symptoms. So I try to stay away, f stay aware of when I'm fogging up and of anything that could be a stress trigger, like rushing around. I'm working on improving my meditation techniques. For the relaxation exercises, I like to do things like Tai Chi Quan, also known as Tai Chi, which, if done at a steady pace, is very relaxing. The last one, currently for me, is medication, as they have some crazy side effects, and one of those seems to be linked to cognitive function then medication adjustments may also help. So we would have to be working closely with our healthcare professionals to look at adjusting the doses of our medications or exploring alternative options which could alleviate cognitive symptoms. Sometimes the medications are fueling the brain fog, whether it's dose or type. So it's worth looking into. And I have to say, I'm not a big fan of meds. But that's not for everyone, and just my personal opinion. As you may know, I am not a big fan of taking them. I just think the risks outweigh the benefits. And as I'm currently on some of those very medications, I now am able to do my own research on how it affects me directly. And what, if any, alternatives would be better. More on that though in my episode on medications their benefits and side effects. In conclusion, lupus fog is a common and significant challenge for individuals living with lupus. It is a very important and often overlooked aspect of lupus erythematosus. The cognitive impairments associated with lupus fog can impact various aspects of daily life, such as making everyday tasks more difficult and affect one's ability to work or study. 
which makes it essential for individuals to understand and manage these symptoms effectively and develop coping strategies. This will help us to navigate these cognitive challenges and hopefully maintain our independence and well-being. By employing strategies to manage fatigue, staying organized, engaging in cognitive exercises, and working closely with healthcare professionals, those of us individuals with lupus may be able to improve our quality of life and mitigate the impact of lupus fog on their cognitive function. Lupus fog is a big challenge for me and us, so we have to keep doing things that help to overcome it and make lupus a little easier on us and make the lupus a little easier on us. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to the Men and Lupus podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss any episodes. Also, please leave a rating and review because that will be really helpful. May your hearts be filled with love, happiness, faith and peace. God bless you. Disclaimer. For content in this podcast and on the webpage, the content in this podcast and on my webpage is not intended to constitute or be a substitute for professional medical advice of your doctor or qualified healthcare provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Never delay in seeking professional medical advice.